The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew Podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today's reading is a short one, and I think the thoughts will be short. We'll find out. From Marcus Aurelius, Book 5, Chapter 2. How easy it is to drive away or obliterate from one's mind every impression which is troublesome or alien, and then to be immediately in perfect calm. (laughs) When I read that, my reaction was, yeah, right. I mean... It's easy? Like, first of all, let's just get clear what he means here. When he says every impression, what he means is, again, sto- in, in Stoicism, uh, impressions refer to the the distorted imagination-based reactions we have to what befalls us, uh, usually influenced by our desires, our fantasies, our fears, our anxieties. Uh, and these are the things that are the sources of all of our trouble, is the fact that we get caught up in these inaccurate perceptions of reality that that uh, impress themselves upon our minds, and then we we take them to be real, and we react to them instead of reacting to reality itself. And he's just saying you could just dismiss it like that. It's easy. It's easy. You could just do whatever you want. And he says something similar in uh, Book 8, Chapter 47. If any external thing causes you distress, it is not the thing itself that troubles you, but your own judgment about it. And this you have the power to eliminate now. Now, so when I read this, I associated it to Moshe Rabbeinu's similar statement in Devarim Perik Yud Pasuk Yud Beis uh, in Deuteronomy ten twelve, where he says, "Ve'ata Yisrael ma Adoshem Elokecha Shoel Mi Imach." And now Israel, what does Hashem your God ask of you? Ki'im Yira as Hashem Elokecha, only to fear God. Uh, to fear Hashem, Elokach, your God, and then he he uh, elaborates on what that entails. Lalechas b'chol derachav to follow to walk in all of his ways. Ulaava also and to love him. V'lavodes Hashem Elokach b'chol levav chavchol nafshecha and to serve Hashem your God with all your heart and all your soul. Lishmor et mitzvot Hashem ve'eskuko sav Hashem anochim etzavachah hayom l'tov lach to keep the mitzvot of Hashem and his decrees which I command you today for your benefit. So Moshe's like, yeah, what, what the only thing God asks of you asks of you is just. Fear him, follow all of his ways, love him, serve him, and do all of his mitzvahs. So Chazal pick up on this in in the Gemara Brachos Daf Lamig Gimel Amud Beis in uh, in thirty thirty three B. Atu Yir Milsa Zudrusahi is fear of heaven a small thing? Okay, and the and, and Chazal answer in Lagabi Moshe. Uh, yes, uh, by uh, for Moshe it was a Milsa Zudrusahi. It was a small thing. Damar Rabbi Chanina for Rabbi Chanina said Mashal Adam Shemavakshim Mimenu Kli Gadol Vieshlo. If uh, you could, this could be compared to a guy who has a uh, a uh, a big object or a, an important uh, tool, I don't know how you want to translate kligadol. So, sorry, this could be compared to asking somebody for a uh, a big uh, or an important tool, and he has it. So then, in his eyes, it's like a small thing. But if you ask him for a uh, small tool. Or unimportant tool, and he doesn't have it, then it's in his eyes like a big thing. In other words, relative to Moshe, fear of Hashem was a small thing, and that's why he speaks about it as though it's uh, it's an easy thing. Uh, but for people like us who don't have it, then it's uh, it's not a small thing. Now, 
Obviously, that's uh, subject to many questions, uh, as the Ron points out in one of his drushos. I think it's the 10th drusha. And Tortimima also points it out, like, what do you mean Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't realize the audience he's speaking to? That's a bit of an insult. But anyway, that's what I associated to, where where we're taking something which is which is a, a, a foundation of human perfection, uh, which is very, takes a lot of work to, uh, to, to cultivate, and it's just being portrayed as just a small, easy thing, okay? So the question is like, again, Marcus Aurelius was not writing this for publication. He was writing this for himself. So you have to wonder, I mean, was this really so easy for him? I think the answer is no, because if it were so easy for him, then what do we make of all the rest of the meditations where he's clearly struggling with these things in in the vast majority of them? He he has to talk to himself in many times. I mean, even at the beginning of this chapter, when he's talking about how to get out of bed in the morning when it's cold out and you want to stay under your covers, and he has to like talk himself out of it, uh, out of bed. So So if it were so easy, then he would just be able to do it and he wouldn't need to write about this. So the question is not was it really this easy? The question is, why does he talk about it as though it's this easy? Okay. And I think that is the answer. Okay. And this is kind of, it's almost like a, uh, a paradoxical in a Zen, uh, style, uh, um, a paradoxical truth where, where if you view it as easy, that will make it easier. Meaning the way that the proverb is formulated, the way that this teaching is formulated itself makes it effective. Okay, what do I mean? So it reminded me of the um, uh, Tara Brach's statement quoting Joseph Goldstein. So I, she says this uh, a lot in her lectures, but I, I'm quoting this from uh, her book, uh, Trusting the Gold, page 43. So Joseph Goldstein, who was, uh, I think, another meditation teacher, says... Um, Every time I think there's a problem, I decide there isn't one. <laughs> and Tarbrock explains, I have found that simple that I found that simple guideline to be helpful in so many situations. When we label some situation as a problem, we easily get caught inside our small self. The mind tightens and we see things only from one perspective. But when when we can let go of that negative frame, we can begin to unwind our stories and conclusions and start seeing a situation with a fresh perspective. So I think the answer is like this is is it really so difficult? Is it really so easy to eliminate the impressions uh, that that take hold of our mind and just immediately get into a state of perfect calm, like Marcus really says? No, it's not easy. But once we realize that it was is within our power to do so, and once we realize that it can be easy, that our feelings are just feelings and our thoughts are just thoughts. They they aren't synonymous with reality, and we don't have to be a slave to them. Once we realize that. That realization itself makes it easier to separate yourself from them and to, to do like Epictetus says on multiple occasions, you know, to, to ask that impression to pause and and to so you can hold it at arm's length and say, oh, you are an impression. Uh, I mean, I quoted this a few episodes ago. He says uh, in, in Discourses 2.18, in the first place, do not allow yourself to be carried away by the intensity of your impression, but say, impression, wait for me a little. Let me see what you are and what you represent. Let me test you. Then afterwards, do not allow it to draw you on by picturing what may come next. For if you do, it will lead you wherever it pleases. But rather, you should introduce some fair and noble impression to replace it and banish the base and sordid one. In other words, talking about your your emotions and impressions and feelings and thoughts as 
things that are separate from you and that are not in reality itself can help you to gain this mastery over them. And, and, and you can then implement the techniques that the Stoics talk about with greater ease. Like again, Marcus Aurelius in Meditations 4.7 says, get rid of the judgment and you are rid of the I am hurt. Get rid of the I am hurt and you are rid of the hurt itself. He talks about it as though it's easy, but it's all based on that first step of recognizing that my thoughts are just thoughts. My feelings are just feelings. They aren't reality. And, and I can then, once I realize that, then I can determine how I relate to the thoughts and the feelings. Uh, or again, Epictetus in Enchiridion, uh, the handbook, chapter five, it is not circumstances themselves that trouble people, but their judgments about those circumstances. Therefore, whenever we are hindered or troubled or distressed, let us never blame others, but ourselves. That is our own judgments. So the first step has to be recognizing that that this it can be this easy when we when we make that separation between the impressions and uh, and and reality itself. And and once we realize that the impressions are not reality, then we can begin to replace them or or uh, or eliminate them or ignore them or moderate them or or uh, whatever we want to do. So I think that to, just to sum up the answer to the question, the question, is it really that easy? The answer is no, but by thinking about it as easy, you can actually make it that easy. And, 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 and if you thought about it as hard, that's just giving the impressions more power. Okay, that is it for today's episode. Uh, if you have gained from what you've learned here, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Oh, before I go through this, uh, I keep on forgetting to do this. Again, please, if you have questions uh, on Stoicism and Judaism, please send them to me. I really want to get back into this Q&A thing if people have questions. Uh, and, you know, I'll, I'll quote Rabbi Moskowitz <laughs> uh, whenever he would do a Q&A in high school and uh, none of the students would have questions. He'd say, what, nothing bothers you about Judaism? So I would say similarly to you, uh, you know, sto- th- this podcast really is about life. So really nothing bothers you about life. I mean, like you just have no questions. Uh, surely you must have questions. And if you have them, I want to try to answer them. Not just for you. Uh, I, I'm doing this for my own sake is that questions prompt a different type of investigation on my part as a teacher than my own uh, explorations do. So I really want questions. Uh, and uh, I feel like this will really help our our learning. Okay, anyway. If you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zell and PayPal are matt-schneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor a day's or a week's worth of content, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbi-schneeweiss at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.